What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. Yaga here, and I have a special guest with me today. Very good friend of mine and local comedian, Joe DeGan. Hey, that's me, Joe DeGan. <laughs> Professional comedian. Damn right he is. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny man. Very funny man. Here to talk to us a little bit about uh, what it's like being a comedian uh, in the local Chicagoland area. So let me have it, Joe. What's it like? Uh, don't start. Don't, don't try to be a comedian. No, uh, if you've ever been told that you should do comedy, uh, go ahead and try it once, I guess. I like watching you, first-timers. Uh, come out, it's fun. I've been doing it for a long time, though. I've been, uh, I think it'll be, it was five years on the 28th. Yeah, I was going to say, you, gonna go up. you've been yeah. doing it quite a long time, because I remember seeing you when you first started out back, like you said, about five years ago. You're pretty good then, but then... You, you were there, you did a few things, I don't know, you came back, now you're doing it again. I saw, yeah. We saw you on Saturday night, Saturday night was fucking hilarious, uh, at the Crazy 8 show out at the Comedy Shrine, that was good stuff. You fucking it. opened up and you set the bar for a great tone, I thought. Um, you know, took second place, everybody, this motherfucker took second place, almost got <laughs> his hands on $188. Oh, it was very close. Of awesome close. prize money, that's what you get when you're a local comedian, $188. That's what you're worth. <laughs> well, well, I think uh, Jack, the host, uh, pointed it out very well. It's like, that to a comedian, uh, that's all the monies uh, for an eight-minute set. Like, that's that's pretty good. Right. I'll take 188 bucks for eight minutes of my time. Fuck, I do it eight minutes. I just get up there and make fart noises in the mic or something like that. <laughs> See, I couldn't do it. Like, I don't have that kind of skill on stage. Like, it was like, oh, you're kind of funny. I'm like, nah, not really, man. I like, what everything I do is behind a mic or a camera. But, uh, you know, I get like that social anxiety shit. Yes, and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, being able to edit it part of it as well. Like, that's why I like doing like sketch or uh, any kind of filmed stuff like that. Because then you can edit. Right, you know, it's which is always better. Editing is always yeah. better. Oh yeah, I mean, hell, half my stuff comes from the beauty of editing. Throw the, it looks like <laughs> shit when I'm recording it all raw. And then I go ahead and throw some sound effects. Everything looks great, but but if you can pull it off raw, I think that's a good thing too. And you made me laugh on Saturday. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we're not in, not in that way, people. It's just we've known each other since we're five years old. We should, we should probably point yeah, that man. out. Yeah, that Joe and I. First off, we're both from a little town of Oswego, Illinois, and yep. here, it was a small town, it bloomed into a huge town, and everybody knows everybody. For the last 30 plus years, everybody grew up. It's true. So if you hung around here, somebody knows somebody who knows somebody or dated somebody else. <laughs> well, that's true. Like, I noticed, like, there's other people who will be like, uh, and I feel bad sometimes because I didn't really pay attention a lot in like high school or junior high. So like the people that I hung out with, I know and I still see, and it's fine. But then there's those random people that like you kind of used to talk to, maybe a little bit, but right. they weren't like your clique. They weren't like in type. They don't know what your parents' names are. You know right. what I mean? But like, oh yeah, <laughs> but then the, they'll see the you Facebook out. friends. Yeah, Facebook yeah, friends. Like, which yeah, is yeah. fine. I know what your life's going on because I saw your Facebook status and how many kids you got and when you got married and all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> your kid looks adorable. I hear that one a lot, which is, you know, fun. What was like our 10-year reunion? Like only, what, 25, 30 people showed up? I didn't go. You went, though, didn't I you? did go. I did yeah. go to our 10-year reunion on my wife's behest. It was not my idea. <laughs> uh, but I had an okay time. I can't say I could, like, could complain. Uh, a couple friends went, so it, was, it made right. it kind of worth it. It was at a place that I used to do stand-up at, so I right. kind of knew it. Right. Um, I liked it. It was okay. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I man. Well, I, I, I blame social media for that because yeah, I feel like we, 
be, be like your 10 year reunion for like, say our parents back in the day was like the one reunion that everybody went to because like you needed to know what the hell everyone was up to. Like, Hey, you got to compare hey guys. Who's got a kid. Who's got uh whose job? What, what's your career? Like, uh, do you in jail? You know, what's going on? <laughs> and, uh, you did jail time. I think now because of like Facebook and all that, you, you, you seen who's, you know, people are married, where they moved, how many it kids is, they've gotten, it is you know, a lot more immediate. Uh, your kids first shit, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> that was a great picture. Don't die. Don't, don't lie on that one. You know you liked it. Ooh. You definitely give me a like on that right? picture. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. But, I mean, I you, you got to admit, though, like, I, I think that's kind of what brought... Cause that, we had a class of, like, 450-ish people, yeah. and 30 people showed up to the union. I mean, it used to be where, like, at least three-quarters of the people, I think, used to show up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. People came in from out of town. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that was a thing where you flew out. Like, there was a whole home improvement episode about it, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck it. It used to be one of those things where, oh, like, yeah. that's what those people did for their generation. My grandparents right. still go to their junior high, not high school, junior high class reunions. I didn't know they had those. Yeah, neither did I. I think they're making it up. It's like, because the, the high school ones, some of those people are dead. Right. We don't want to deal with that. No, totally. But... <laughs> ah, talk about high school reunions. Fuck it. Yeah, hey, comedy. Comedy peoples. Comedy is fun. Uh, <laughs> I will say this. I do a lot of stuff in the city. Sometimes it's really hard to ask uh, a friend who lives in Oswego, which for you people who don't know... Uh, Oswego is about an hour 30, hour 20, sometimes on a bad day, two hours right. to the city. So I don't like asking. It's a bit of a hike, but yeah. Chicago, now, is that where you is that where like, where like you want to be in Chicago? Yeah. I mean, what's the, what's the comedy scene like in Chicago? I mean... I'm just now actually dabbling into the stand-up part of the city. Like, I right. used to do uh, Second City for a right. while. That was like a big time for like about two years right so i was doing sketch a lot and that's that's what i was doing in the city most of the time um but then now it's i'm just kind of getting my foot in the door in the city which is kind of weird but it's fun and the 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 place that you do want to be as a comic is the city the problem is that if you've been doing it for a really long time uh the suburbs has a lot to offer as far as stage time really like i did yesterday okay i went to a show in bradley and i did 15 or 18 minutes, 15, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. I lost track of time. But it was uh, because there was only five comics. Mm. So I drove an hour and 15 minutes to Kankakee or Bradley, wherever that is. Right. Right, to do Fucking what I thought him. was going to be seven or eight minutes. Okay. Got to do 15. There you go. And then on the way home, I passed Plainfield. There was a mic going on. So, so I stopped? Went, stopped and I did oh, eight. Yeah. There you go. Which that would have never happened in the city. The city would have given me maybe two or three, four minute sets. Wow. Is what I would have. Well, what can you really accomplish in two, three, four minutes of you know stand up? It's a test of your will, and it's right. more about like breaking your teeth. They think that they, you need that, which I get it. And uh, dealing with certain crowds, uh, that's that's how you make your bones. Right. It's got to be rough for you. It's got to be like the the crowd where there's nobody but comedians who aren't laughing at your jokes. Right. <laughs> they want to know that you can deal with that pressure, oh, I guess. See, I got to deal with that pressure. The first thing I'd want to do is a heckler go down there and punch him in his dick. Yeah. I, <laughs> what'd you say about my mother? No. Get up uh, on yeah. stage. You try it. Nah, see, I, 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 I'm not quick-witted. Like, I got to think about my rebuttals. Like, I would be like, hold on, let me go write something down, and I'd give me about two days, and then I'm really going to have your ass. You're you the come guy. back and sit in the front, and I'm going to have you. But that, like, that's me, like, with my comic ways, because I'm not a comedian. You know this. I'm a funny guy, but I'm not a comedian, and I just kind of sit there and 
You keep me entertained, so I will say you're funny. Uh, that's that's what's you know, where our love comes. If you can't laugh at yourself, <laughs> do the Bill Clinton. What are you Clinton. doing? <laughs> do the Bill Clinton. You can't uh-huh. laugh at yourself. Oh, 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 Where are we going with this? So, uh, well, Clinton. Well, Clinton. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He's, there's a man right there. I heard his wife's gonna be wearing the pants again soon. Probably. <laughs> No politics. No politics. No, not we right don't now. do that. We'll we get don't do that. Some other podcast. <laughs> but what I do actually, you want to know, you know about? On a side note, go speaking ahead. of politics, I had a request from uh, some listeners, from friends of mine that go, you know, I'd love to hear your what you think about Donald Trump. Oh, and I go, and like the whole, run, like well, the whole run for the upcoming presidential race. And I go, you know what? I haven't watched anything enough all to give like my input well then maybe you'll have to come back and give me some input we, we, maybe when in a you few watch, episodes. that's like six hours man you gotta put in your time They've yeah had three debates yeah three debates and i've seen like 16 seconds of each one and all i've got is this you know they call out donald trump he's like uh you said this about this person and he goes eh, probably did and then they just say you know, he just admits it i gotta give him points for the honesty thing at least the man just comes out he's like i probably did say whatever because you know, most people in politics let's be honest they like deny it that's a big thing for you know right they're now. like oh and they apologize to whoever they pissed off he just comes out and goes, yeah yeah i said it yeah fuck it that was uh that was and a total the, asshole back then but that it kind of it, it puts it, from what i've seen for a little bit it puts the media stops them dead in their tracks they're like they don't know how to handle how it to, how a man just he, he what he admitted it? That, well that's how bernie is too yeah. like bernie sanders every time they want to talk to him tell us about hillary bernie <laughs> actually i'd like to talk about the issues <laughs> I uh, don't think that that's a point that we, we need to talk about the issues in this country. There's 1% to the 99% of the of the wealth inequality in this country. Like, that's that's what he goes to right away. Right. Yeah. So. You know what? We'll, we'll come back to that in a different podcast. We'll get into that because now it sounds like it might be interesting to talk about that. But that's all I know. I know like three. You gotta know. I know like two minutes. So I don't have enough to really give an honest opinion on what I think. <laughs> I mean, the only opinion I think is based on popularity. I'm afraid to say it, but Donald Trump's probably just gonna—he probably already won. He uh, probably with the Republican that. I'm like, he, yeah. Him. I'm like, I think he already won. And people are, like, oh, we still got a long way to go. I'm like, eh. In this country, whoever's the most popular and like is just running with it. That's usually how it go. I mean, yeah. Anyway, we do, we do tend to base it on Tam. I know. <laughs> nice hair too. Nice guy. Got a nice piece. Anyway, if he bought people's elections before, he's probably buying this one. But whatever. That's what Chicago's known for. Oh. What, do, what do you want to know about comedy? That's oh, what God. I always well, wonder. I mean, like, what do, what do well, normal, you, we call them civilians. We call you civilians. Oh, yeah, I got All that. All of our audience members that have never been to a comedy show before, or not very often. Well, I, uh, I mean, I I love, I'm a, obviously I'm a big fan of comedy. I listen to a lot of Bill Burr, you know. Yeah. I, I love Bill Burr. My f- personal favorite comedian right now. And uh, I just... You know, how's it work in the cities? Because, like, you remember, like, the only thing I have to base anything in Chicago is I was in a band. So I know what it was like to play clubs and, it's very like, similar. talk to owners and be like, get paid nickels to play a show. And sometimes you'd have to spend money to play a show. So, I mean, is it is it similar to shit like that? It I mean, is. How, how are the gigs like? You know, uh, what's it like getting a gig? Who do you talk to? What do you meet? I mean, shit like that. You're not going to get paid. Uh, for sure. We work uh, for free. We do work for free a lot. Or we work for a two-drink minimum that we pay for those drinks. Oh, there you uh, go. Some people figure out that they can actually put that on their taxes. All right, the bar's making money. Uh, yeah, they are. The bar always <laughs> has to make money. That's the deal. Uh, but there's a lot of good clubs now. Like, there's even theaters that do BYOB. Right. Uh, which leaves it out of the hands of people so that they don't have to spend a lot of cash. Mm. Um, but then on top of it, for most performers... In the city you're looking at, you're going to try to hit up 
four or five mics a night. That's like a, that's pro status. Right. If you everything works out perfectly and you get to drive and there's no traffic and there's you pay for parking, that's another part. You have to pay for parking and all this other stuff, especially if you're a guy who doesn't live in the city like me. So it's an event. I try to do it once a week, right? At least. Uh, but I'm trying to get that up to two. That you you will not get paid for sure right. until you get like showcases, right? Which I'm getting to that point now cool. where like I have showcases that I get to do, which is fun. I try not to ask. That's another thing. Um, there's a lot of hungry people out there, right? Oh, oh so sure. I feel like if I in. if I'm the guy who doesn't ask and then you ask me, I feel like it's like a double kick ass thing, right? For me personally, like that's how I use it to judge how well I'm doing, right? Is the someone asks you like, hey, you exactly. want to come over here and do a, a a quick set, you know, whatever? Yeah, and we invite you out. I mean, obviously, anybody wants to hear that, like. It's it's a it's a confirmation. Rather than like, hey guys, you need someone to fill five minutes. <laughs> you know, you want to go in there. Is it like a confidence thing? I mean, you probably want you don't want to ask. I get that, but I mean, you get it. You get a fake it till you make it kind of mentality for right. a long time, and then eventually you get so good that you're you know what we like to call in the biz undeniable. So then there are people that know that you have ten minutes. They've seen you handle that drunk guy that one time. Right. And, like, still not lose your place and still kick ass and finish strong. Yeah, because I've I seen some local comics that just fucking terrible. <laughs> well, some of the, what you would expect yeah. is that some of those uh, people are new. Right. The other part of it is that they may not have experience. Because what's it like? Here, for example, like, how about on an open mic night? Anybody can just walk on up, right, and just grab oh, a man. mic and start talking about whatever the fuck they want. They want to yeah. sit there and talk about goddamn Star Wars all day. They could, right? This happened yesterday, okay? Oh. So yesterday, I after I got done with that show in Bradley, I went to uh, Mojo's. Okay, mm. so first let me do shout-outs, okay? Yeah. Bradley is at the spot on Broadway. Very cool bar. I liked it. Um, Tyler and uh, Rashad run that one. And then I went to Mojo's in Plainfield, which is like an every Tuesday they do a mic. Um, and the thing <laughs> that was going on yesterday was there was some guys there who had lost their draft, whatever that is, like a... Whatever you uh, football guys do, I don't uh, know. fantasy football, fantasy football, fantasy stuff, football. Right? So they okay. lost some bets. Oh, so they're yeah, doing, so they're they there, money. they're there doing stand up as a bet that they lost. Oh yeah. While there are other professional comedians who are here every week and have been doing it for seven or eight years, ten years, right. some of them five, like me. So is that some of the double edged sword? Though? I mean, with it the is. whole open mic. I mean, like I, I could walk up and just be like, hey, everybody, I want to talk to you about the fucking. Shit, I took this morning. And then you <laughs> have me to tell you. <laughs> you have to sometimes. Sometimes those people bring people. Well, yeah, which I is mean, great too. Because um, I, well, one thing I've, I've noticed about anything open mic can be like, yeah, I'm sure you probably get the guys that like those football guys just mm-hmm. got up there as a day, like a bet, like they lost a bet. But I'm sure you get some people up there that are fucking geniuses, and you didn't think we're up there, and you're just yeah. like, where'd this guy come from, or a girl, or whoever? Well, and right? then you find out he's 18, and his mom and dad are here, and they brought him there Holy for the night. Fuck. Which you go. Like that guy Nick uh, Hobart yeah. at um, at the Comedy Shrine on right. uh, Saturday. He he's like nineteen. No shit. Right, and his mom and dad like actually take him to go. To, like there was no way my father would have ever brought me to a bar. Right. Like to go do stand up comedy. If I was, I was the sober driver to drive him <laughs> home at the end of yeah, the night. But you go up like... there, Joey. I'm gonna go over here and drink. <laughs> and then you're gonna drive us home at the end of the night because all you're drinking is Shirley Temple's. Uh, <laughs> Like that was, you know, yeah. that that would have never happened. Right. But so that's, you see that and then you get like, I don't get depressed anymore. 
Right. Because, like, I know. It's like, okay, well, he's he's really good right now. Right. Let's see what jokes he writes in five years. Well, I think sometimes, though, it's probably good that you got these guys that yes. kind of come up and bomb. So, like, for you to come up there and kind of... He doesn't uh, bomb, though. By no, not, not this show. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, this he's guy. He's very good about it. Not, not him. I'm saying like anybody else. They, they, you go with these open mics or something, and rough. someone bombs, and you come up, and you know you got your materials pretty raw and up there and up to par, and then you just launch it out, and people are like, oh, all right. It catches a crowd off guard sometimes. That's what's right. brilliant about an open mic is that you you have to let, like, you know, water on a duck's back sometimes. you got to let it go. Right. But at the same time, sometimes you have killer night. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that the fact that there were all these people here who – have been watching this sl- like slush of horrible humanity go up there and just eat it and talk about rape. Maybe reveal the the new Star Wars plot. That was a thing that right. definitely happened last night that I heard about. Oh yeah, somebody talked about you know the the main plot line of that movie. I'm sure everybody knows by now. I'm not gonna spoil anything. No, <laughs> no, no we don't want it. <laughs> it was really good. Go see it and yeah. take your friends to go see it. It was uh, pretty good. I, I admit I saw it on Christmas. It but good. it was a lot like a New Hope. Shut up. Shut up. So, it was well, great. There's still. a whole other podcast there that we could talk about the similarities. You know what I mean? I, I saw it too when I was watching. I go, it looks, it's similar. Yeah. You know, if good. you haven't seen it by now, go fuck yourself. We're just gonna tell you that it's similar plot, but you know what? It's a good story and the effects were great. I like that. I like the use of practical with oh my the God. with, so with, with, with the CGI because it was a very good blend. And you know, but I, you could tell it felt like a J.J. Abrams movie because I've seen the Star Trek. You've the, seen those lens flares, you know. And I'm like, ah, well, you go in there, J.J. Yeah. And you put two lens flares in there, okay? You but controlled it, yourself, but it wasn't overwhelming. Like no. I, I've seen, yeah, you know, like in Star Trek, I thought it was overwhelming. But anyway, hey, here we get, here we go. Star Wars is great. <laughs> End of that conversation. We could talk about it later. Anyway, um, so yeah, back to you know with the open mics and just. Uh, how, how do you how do you say in the city is there a certain crowd out there or is it different it's in the suburbs comics. is it the is it is does it matter or is it like everybody's kind of the same depending on where you're at or it is and it isn't All I right. like the suburbs because I feel like I get a better uh, read on a crowd because the crowd is actually not always consistent of comedians right which is fine if you're the guy who makes the comics in the back of the room laugh all the time that's right. great. But I write a lot, and I try to test a lot of stuff out. So sometimes I actually don't want that opinion. I want a new crowd who's never heard me before, yeah. and I want to know if this tag that I wrote to this joke that's a year old is going to do really well. Well, yeah, that, well then, that's like Saturday you killed him. I mean, you were the opening guy. You, I told you, you were, I changed my whole set yeah, when well, I found I, out I was opening. Yeah, you changed his whole set on the fly, but what you did, though, you set the bar for the night and being the first guy up, you know, people got expectations no matter where you're at. Exactly. And first guy up, they're going to be like, all right, let's see, let's see what I got for five bucks, you know? And yeah. then you came out, you made everybody was laughing. Everybody felt you. They, you know, I felt the flow in the crowd. Um, and then, you know, everybody there that performed that night was overall not too bad. I mean, yeah, there's a couple good. that were like, eh, but for most part, everybody that was on stage, I, you know, I chuckled that. So yeah, I was like, you know, it's good shit. And that's good. I mean, but then again, people, when you're paying five bucks to get in, you know, you got to get, you get $5 with comedy, but you know what? If you go in there with an open mind, it's still good. And everybody was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the shrine is always a good place. They have really uh, yeah. good people sometimes on the weekends that you should check out. Yeah. We're talking about the comedy shrine Aurora. It's a nice comedy club. I mean, you walk in, it's almost like an antique store of comedy devoted to everything with all the uh, freaking, the guy who owns got the place. memorabilia every yeah. year. That's like all, everything from Chicagoland stuff to just comedy from back to the three stooges to now it's great the guy who owns the place his name is dave sinker he actually like wrote on uh 
Do you remember uh, Saban, like the the company that made all those like old nineties yeah. like cartoons? Yeah, they did Power Rangers, right? They did a little bit of Power Rangers. He also worked on the Creepy Crawlers cartoon show. Do you remember? I that? remember Creepy Crawlers. He definitely wrote vaguely, for that. Yeah. He's he's written for a couple other things too. Uh, he's a good comedy writer. He went to Second City with like Tim Meadows and stuff. It's fucking awesome. He's he's got a shrine to the things that he has always loved. And that's cool. And as when fuck. you walk through there, you will never see all of it the first time. No, which no, which makes it cool. Yeah, I've, um, I've walked through a couple times, and they got some really. I mean, from you know me, I collect antiques and shit. So like over there, I was like, man, this is great. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's like a comedy archive some of, of awesomeness. I'm very jealous of. Oh yeah, because dude, they're ones I can't get. The, those those three Stooges birdhouses we saw. There was, what is? That? Yeah, no, there was these three. There was three Stooges birdhouses. There were birdhouses like that. Three Customs. Stooges custom faces. It was fucking great. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's amazing. That it was awesome cool. stuff. But I love uh, it there. It's cool. <laughs> no, place. it's a, it's a good club. You guys go out there. They got a lot of good acts out there. Joe's frequents there. I don't know how often usually there. I try to go to the mic every once in a while. I like to get booked there. We uh, we won't talk about how often I've been booked there to do like a show show like featuring. It's right. only been like once or twice. But the rest of it is, you know, competition stuff. That's right. that's who they call. Well, that's good. So well, that's what, Compe- I'm, competition I'm, I'm moving build. up. How's that feel when you're in the competitions? Like, you know, it's just not like, hey, we're doing a gig together, so we're going to share the mic. But here, we're, we're competing to see who's going to get... Oh, know. none of us were. I mean, if you are the guy that's in the back room, in the green room, that's worried about, like, how well everybody else does... Right. Good luck to you. Is there uh, a lot of ego not, flying around those rooms? A little bit, a little bit. But yeah. not, not, I tend to uh, kind of leave the room if that's going on, because I'm not that guy. Right. Like I'm hoping we all do well because if you do well before I go up, yeah, it sets a tone. It's, exactly, it sets the like, tone. Like I for the want night. the night to be smooth. I got other people that came to see me too, right? But I don't want them to be like, oh man, we paid five bucks for this. Oh, like, right, I want right. it to be a good show. Yeah, um, it's it's like anything, man. That you, it's just like you know, like oh, it reminds me of my band days. You had an opening band, they suck. Yeah, You're sometimes like, eh, yep. we just want the headliner. <laughs> but if they if they if they would have rehearsed <coughs> in such a way where that's that's the thing is it's it's all about the same as comedy. It's an right. opener, right? So that opening band that goes out there, they need to rock your face off. And totally. if they don't, I will boo you off the fucking you're, stage. You're gonna get booed. You're gonna get booed right off. So that's what you have as an opening guy, or your first joke should always be like in the first minute. Right. You need to grab those people, or oh, at God, least yeah. let them know who you are. You got to, especially I think like these small clubs got to be hard. I mean, because like you know, small clubs are very hard. I mean, those, those people there. I don't know. For most part, around just to have a good time. Yeah. They took a lot of people probably on a date. Date. So like, hey, what do you want to do? Like, hey, let's go to a comedy club. That sounds like something different than going to a movie. You know. Let's uh, do it. They got drinks. We can, you know. They do have drinks. So <laughs> I mean, it's like, um, well, what's your best experience so far? Like, what do you think was like, you know, as crowd wise and place like. This is going to be really weird and odd, uh, but, okay, my best experience that I've ever had in stand-up comedy was uh, working at this little theater. It's in Edison Park in the city of Chicago. Right. Uh, I'd been doing really well there for a couple of their mics, so they asked me to host uh, one of their mics, and uh, I went there, and the power was out. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) For hosting, so I got a host, the power's out. And we're running the mic and everything else on a generator. Oh, the lights are going on and off sometimes in between my set. It's not like this anymore, by the way. The Whip is a fantastic theater now. This is like when they first opened. <laughs> uh, so now everything's on point and they know an electrician. Uh, right. But before, it was like it was a really rough and weird night, but it was a right. room full of like 
comics and civilians like so there was people like you know just really good audience members who were just rolling with the flow of it and i had a really good night i had a good set off the top Mm. and then i also just throughout the night was hosting i had a great time yeah and that was that's probably been my either that or there was a couple of times at the uh, the drunken donut in the drunken donut yeah this is i didn't even know this place existed it's a legit place drunken donut it's a donut shop Slash bar <laughs> in Joliet, and uh, it's a late night show. The crowd is really young there, and they're just they like comedy, right? So it's always really, really cool. Cash bar only, uh, you gotta bring cash. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't have an ATM that works, so you gotta walk to the CVS and get some money if you need it. But like, <laughs> it's that was another, it's just a really cool room, and they have a patio. You go outside, you hang out, right? You get a lot of cop, like people are paying attention to your set. They're like, that was right. a really good juggle you had right there with that thing with the blah, 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 blah. Like, they're paying attention. Good. That's what I want. Yeah, we want people to pay attention. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know from a band time. You oh, want... fuck yeah, dude. It's nice when people come up to you and they'll let you know if you sucked or not. Like, they don't yeah, bullshit. They don't like, care. They'll come out there and be like, you fucking blow. And like, you know. <laughs> they'll oh, thanks, ruin buddy. your dreams. No, yeah, they'll tell you. Like, crowds... <laughs> Of anybody, fans, whether they're there to see you or not, they'll be honest with you and let you know what they really thought of that shit. Yeah, the you know, no people that to you, that's don't, not that lie to you are like your family that comes out. Like you've got your mom out there and your sister, and they're like, "Oh my god, it was so wonderful!" Like they're just there to support you. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But like you know, the real people that barely know you, like as a person, they'll, they'll fucking tell you to your face. Oh, they'll ruin your day. <laughs> they don't care. They'll be straight up with you, which is awesome. But you know, you need that. You, you need do. that kind of. You know, I, I I used to be real sensitive about it. Like, Fuck you, man. You know, like <laughs> if someone says something bad. Now I now I welcome it. You know, especially now it's like I want to hear. Like, what do you think? You yeah. know, I could do. And my whole thing is I, I've realized just be yourself. Like that's the only thing I could do is say be yourself. The more you try to, I try to be a character. Like I'm sort of a character. <laughs> like on my on my channel, my You're delivery you. of oh. the things I do on my YouTube channel is like I'm, I'm a character. But for the most part, that's pretty fucking me. Like, uh, you know, I censor uh, myself a lot, though. <laughs> Except on this podcast, I said there's no censoring. No, that's you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Fuck that. That's You should have, You should be able to say whatever you want. Because people are going to slip up on your show and say whatever totally. they want. Like me. Oh, yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring it on. I, 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 I never understood that whole thing. The whole, like, you know, why we censor language. I'm like, you know, what, what What other word am I supposed to use to describe something amazing? You know? Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> there's a word that can be used for anything. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, that could be used derogatory, and it can also be used in the great positive light. That was the fucking best night ever, boys. Woo! Boys, hands up. Hands up. This one's going down in the books. Come on. <laughs> like, that's what you got to do. You got to be yourself. You are. I will I will say, like, uh, I've known you for a long time. Jesus, we know each other since we were it's fucking you. getting in trouble in kindergarten and eating glue. <laughs> oh, I never yeah. ate glue. No, you weren't eating glue. Just kidding. That, that was, was Austin. That Austin was, ate glue. Yeah, we had this kid, Austin. We, had the, we didn't have glue back then. We had paste. And this kid would just take take it in his hand, just scoop it up and just mush it. Mm. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, I wonder what kind of brain damage that causes. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's edible. Do some research. It could have been. The old paste, I think, was a little edible. It wasn't like, the, kindergartners touch like it. toxic glue now where it's like, oh, you probably wouldn't want to get that close to your mouth. Probably got lead in it. <laughs> right? Something that will make your balls fall off of a cancer. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Is that Monsanto glue? Uh, if it's Monsanto glue. Well, yeah. You I, so you're definitely yourself on stage is one thing that I noticed. When you were telling your jokes and stuff on your stories, I'm like, ah, it's Joe. Yeah. I was like, I know you because I've known you. But, like, I feel, especially today's comedy, like, 
Yeah, that's why I like Bill Burr. He just gets up there and Bill Burr's his fucking self. He just F talks for like family. The, Have you watched yes, F for Family? Yes. That is his dad. I'm like, gonna to plug that teeth. too. F for Family on Netflix is Bill oh Burr's new God. comedy animated show. And let me tell you, I watched it. It's fucking great. If There's everybody has an uncle in their family that acts like that right? guy to his family. Or that's your father. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. <laughs> My dad said that shit. He's like, if you don't listen to fucking me, I'm gonna put you through that fucking wall. And they say that on the show. I'm like, shit, my dad said that. No, I grew up in the late eighties. You better not let your sister <laughs> die today while you're watching her and babysitting her, I'm gonna put you through a fucking wall. And I tell you, like, I know it's in the seventies, but you know what? That's kinda how my yeah. my my dad and my grandpa kinda were in a way. So like how I, I dig it, but I like, you know, that whole thing he does, he's just himself on that show. You can just tell it's this. His podcast is really good too. It's oh, a solo yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's one dude, of the, he's the Monday morning podcast. Again, I'll plug that again because it's, it's great. Good. If you want another comedy thing to listen to, if you are listening to this, listen to Bill Burr. <laughs> the few of you who are, I know who you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, the other uh, comics that I'll share it with. Right there, yeah. you go. Oh yeah, that's good. They should all be watching it. But yeah, no, uh, I, you were yourself on stage when we we saw you Saturday. Like well, just your you. jokes and. You know, about that. I wish one girl would just say about my, what was that? Gut neathage, Gut neathage. That's a solid Gut joke. Let's not, let's not throw that out there. That's that's my bread and butter right Well, there I won't right say now. too much. Let's <laughs> just say it was funny, and I got it. I was like, oh, man, that's good shit. So, well, let's say, uh, you know, Joe DeGan over here, guys, real funny comic. He's going to be performing all kinds of stuff. I'm sure we'll we'll get some dates and yeah, some more things Yeah, you look at me. I got uh, January 30th. I'll be at the, uh, the Whip Theater. Uh, that'll be a fun, that's in the city though. So if you're not a city guy, I take a train people. Uh, there's a couple on Villa park. I think I got one on the 22nd. I'll right. put up dates, but, uh, just, uh, whatever you see, uh, just, uh, like it, just like everything. And then well, you got a YouTube channel too, correct? I do, but I, I posted a lot of sketch there for a long time. Okay. I post a couple of things like, uh, I, I did a, what is it? Like a story. Right. I just posted that was all about the wife. Right. Recently. I just watched that too. It's good. Very uh, touching. Oh, it's rough. Love, it's yeah. rough, but it's good. Uh, yeah. There's my stand-up stuff. I've, I've gotten to the point now where I don't post that. I only give it to bookers, uh, okay. which is what you should do as a professional comedian. Don't be putting your stuff out there for free. There you go. Don't put uh, it out for free. Yeah, that's how you get thieves. That's how you get thieves, man. Some guy in California will be doing your bit. I got plenty of stories about people like that. Mm. Uh, you're like, what? You heard my joke? What do you mean you heard my joke? Right. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I guess that's one thing you gotta watch out about the internet. You don't want to be too out there, you know. Because uh, well, with that material, that's like written. That's what I figured out though is that that's written material. Like that's the same as me putting out a movie that I just let everybody see for free, right. which is fine. But at the same time, that's for bookers to see so that I get money, so they right. get jobs. Yeah, um, you you need to work for that. You know, you exactly. Get some, you get paid for your. Not everything's free here. People. Look at Twitter. Look at <laughs> if you want free jokes, you go to Twitter. It's right? It's like uh, who is Joe DeGand? <laughs> Right. At Twitter, and then I'll give you stuff for free. There you go. The stuff I feel like giving you. Yeah, yeah he just plugged it for you guys. <laughs> there you go. He's also, you can follow Joe on Facebook. You got Joe DeGan, Joe DeGan Comedy, it's correct? It's D-E-G-A-N-D. Yes. There you go. That's me. You follow him on Facebook. He'll post some stuff up on there. Uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll be, I think 30 minutes is good for this one, because God knows we're not famous yet. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, you if you're, you've been listening to us this long, I mean, that just, you know, thank you. We love you. And that's great loyal support. But, um, oh, kisses. Oh, yes. Kisses, guys. <laughs> kisses and hugs. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joe, for coming on. Love you, brother. We're going to. Fuck yeah, dude. We'll come back. We'll talk about some crazy shit. We, 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 dude, me and this guy could talk for days. We, about but, anything. But we're going to we're gonna have to chop it up in 30-minute increments just to keep our sanity and keep you guys interested in all this great, fun, crazy shit. But maybe we'll come back. If you want Joe to come back, 
you like what you hear, I want you to leave me some comments, share this podcast. You can find me also on SoundCloud. It's Yaga Rambles, people. We're out. Peace. Peace. Thanks for having me.